0: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
1: How about this, yeah! this, 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 is Talking Cowboys. Live. Streaming
0: live from the Dallas Cowboys
1: World Headquarters
0: at the Star in Frisco.
1: Hand to the goal line. sacked by Lord. Keeps it, and he it in for the Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broadus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones 86 degrees and climbing here at the star in Frisco. It's another another outdoor Wednesday edition of Talking Cowboys as the team heads out on the practice field as we speak in will this heat wave ever end in the state of Texas no. Okay. The meteorology report from Mickey Spagnola to get us started here. We've got Rob Phillips. We've got Brian Broaddus. And we always love Wednesday because it is time to get ready to for this game on Sunday night, the New Orleans Saints. It's Installation Day, and that's what we're going to do here on Talking Cowboys. We just heard Jason Garrett go around the horn. Anything that... Uh, on your mind as you get started this morning
2: Mickey you worried about Crawford playing this week oh he's not playing okay I don't think he's playing for couple a couple weeks yeah that bursitis evidently it's the and it's not the fixed hip it's the other hip that's been giving him some problems so uh yeah I uh, that it's nice to see maybe limited back with with Austin being back but they're gonna have to figure out again I, I didn't mean to go to Austin but I'll talk about the ends. They're going to have to figure out again how they're going to play that rotation. You know, it's Quinn. At least you got to feel good about his situation. But now what's going to go behind Quinn? You know, is it going to be uh, Joe Jackson and Armstrong and those guys? But they've got to figure this out. It's a big game for these uh, defensive linemen to have to get after Teddy Bridgewater in this game.
3: Well, and for your interior guys, too. That's why I asked about you – know, Anton Woods doesn't sound like yeah. he's going to go today. That's yeah. why I asked about Covington in the press conference because he was a little banged up in the game. Sounds like he's okay. Uh, but it could be more of Covington and Tristan Hill in this game too, trying to deal with what Brian said yesterday, a big, a big powerful Saints offensive line and try to get some push
1: there. Yep. And uh, with Crawford, okay, so is it one of those things where it's like when you've got one you got a bad knee and you're favoring that one and
2: then your other one – goes haywire? Is it the same way with the hip? I think he has this condition. I just think this is naturally, you know, something that has developed in his life, where he's had uh, you know, physically, sometimes the way you're put together might be the way that, you know, that's the things you deal with. Arthritic knees, elbows, shoulders, whatever you have. Life throws you sometimes curveballs where you're not perfectly put together and the wear and tear on him, I think, has been really, really, you know, uh, pronounced throughout his career and he's fought through a lot of things and it's like bad shoulders, bad knee, bad hips, you know, he seems to find a way to kind of get there but this one's clearly got him uh, uh you know taken uh, taken back that was always the
0: injury i was most worried about
2: because i don't know that it's fixable
0: he's in his 8th year and yeah. you get something you get a condition like that and um, you can treat it but i don't know that you can fix it the other injuries they have they're kind of fixable or you can rehab it. And, you know, how, you know, how do you rehab a hip? Yeah. You know, kind of need that sucker.
2: We saw, we saw Byron Jones kind of deal with that. They did fix whatever. But he had the surgery. He had so, the surgery, yeah. right. And then, you know, with Crawford. So the fact that it's not the one that he had fixed, it's the other one. That, that tells me something maybe, and again, I'm not a doctor here. I'm not, you know, genetically something not balanced with him there that he's going to have to deal with the rest of his life.
3: And they've been trying to manage him since training camp. Yeah, they just, sure have. I
2: mean, just try to kind of move him along, rehab
3: him Mick, and and try to get him ready to play. Obviously, it was bothering him that first week. Uh, you're right. I don't know if there's a full timetable for him. I think Stephen Jones said a week or two ago, you know, it, it could be a little bit. So how long exactly? In the meantime, they're like Brian mentioned, it's Dorrance Armstrong, Kerry Hyder's a guy that played yeah. all over the
0: line all last good. week. Absolutely.
3: May have to again.
0: Well, yeah. I think you just look at it the way it was with Crawford. Uh, I mean, with uh, Quinn missing. Yeah. You've just traded off Quinn uh, Crawford for Quinn, and you're in the same situation you were the first couple games uh, when Quinn wasn't there. You he, had to rely on Armstrong, Jackson, yeah. you know, and, and those guys. And, and so, yeah, I mean, Armstrong played a, a good bit in that game. Uh, at right defensive end, and maybe it it comes down to you get less rest for Demarcus Lawrence uh, along with Quinn. Okay, You're, I'm
2: worried about the nickel well, the, well, the nickel tackle. That's where I kind of feel like that they can do some damage. With if Crawford was in there along with Collins, we've seen that kind of be a really good little combination inside of two power players. Yep.
1: All right, I'm piecing things together here. It's the, an offshoot of that, maybe why they're doing what they're doing with Jalen Smith now.
2: Yes. Yeah, no question. Absolutely, they're trying to attack the pocket with Jalen Smith. Is what they're trying to do. But
1: but their numbers up front and guys that can put pressure on the on the quarterback from an end position. Jalen Smith is one that looks like he possesses that ability.
2: He helped on the Collins yeah. sack. They ran they ran a twist stunt inside, and he was one of the uh, one of the posts, and so was Lawrence. Both hard charge inside. It wads everything up inside for the Dolphins. And now here comes Collins off the tight you know the tight. Uh, uh, path and he's able to get in on the quarterback. Yes. Yeah, clearly. So, so I think it.
1: you know there's been speculation on Twitter. What you know, what's wrong with Jalen Smith? They look at at um, you know one or two plays and and they also look at the the snaps that Joe Thomas got. And the natural assumption is, okay, what's what's going on? Why they they don't like what they're saying? Maybe they're figuring out a different way to use it to offset where they've got a need. Uh, up front on the defensive. Well, too. I think in
0: training camp though we saw them using the linebackers in more pass rush roles, blitzing uh, yeah. uh, Jalen Smith, uh, and blitzing him I- even in camp when they're not tackling guys. He he's coming in pretty violent. Yeah. So I I think they they saw where okay we can go with a three man line and stand
2: him up, and they don't know if he's coming or going. Might right. feel might feel it's a better fit for him to be on the field all the time rushing the passer than maybe right. playing in some pass coverage. If stuff. you're in nickel, if you're in nickel, yeah, that's the thing. Right. They, they brought Joe Thomas on the field on play 19 snap 19, so they had a plan what they wanted to do. Matter right. of fact, we yeah, saw. Yeah, it wasn't like he was tired. No, right, uh, hit, uh, yeah, right. exactly. I mean, right. it, to me, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to, to me, just my evaluation, just watching the film, I felt like Jalen Smith had four bad plays. That was it. And, you know, everybody's saying, oh, he doesn't look this, he doesn't, you know. And then, again, the the, the play that he looked the absolute worst on was the handback, where it was the trick play, where all of a sudden he took an aggressive approach up, and then he had to spin in return. And that where, you know, everybody goes, oh, my God, he's back to having drop foot. You know? <laughs> right. I so, mean, and, and that, no, seriously, that's, that's where it's become. So four
3: bad
0: plays out of like 40-something snaps in the that, game? A lot, a lot of guys I mean, have drop foot when they have that. Pitchback.
2: Oh no! That—that's what I'm saying. He was aggressively trying to attack down, him, and then he—and then he had to spin to go back. And by that time, though, you know, Williams, the receiver, had run all the way across the field, and they dumped the ball behind him. And so, yeah, it looks bad. Is it? You know, there's a couple plays too where I felt like he didn't really get in position. He overran a play. He had the defensive holding penalty. But what he do on the next play? He caused a fumble after the defensive holding penalty. So, you know, to to say that, you know, that. People, I think people are being very critical of this group, and, and again, I will take blame for this. I will take blame for being for influencing people to say, I feel like this linebacking core is one of the best. In the league, I feel like this this it's the strength of this defense. They're going to find a way. You know, we are just not seeing the, the splash play is the ripping the ball out of the guy's hands. You know, on the goal line, that's a splash play. But we haven't seen it down after down after down. And if if that's where people are expecting, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he got a new contract extension. We all like to look at the player and say, "Oh my God, we've paid Demarcus Lawrence now. Look, he can't play. Oh look, we've paid Jalen Smith. He can't play now." You know when Dak Prescott gets paid, oh my God, he can't play now either. Oh, it's so, a
3: different level of expectation. Oh, there's no there, doubt. But,
2: but I, I will take if you want to put that on me for for saying that this was one of the this has the potential to be one of the best linebacking groups in the league, and they're not playing to that level, then then fine. Point the finger at me for saying that and maybe raising your expectations. But yeah, can this group play better as a whole? Yeah, they can. But the the to feel like that they're not playing. That they're not capable of playing better, you know, is and and, and pointing the finger at, at at them for that. Then I think that's the wrong approach.
3: I, I think you're, you're on something with the with the splash plays because he and Layton together, they don't have any tackles for loss. They yeah. have they haven't blown up plays necessarily, oh, sure. yeah. But they've made plays. And yeah. I, like I said yesterday, the run defense. I know these offenses they're playing right now so far have not been dominant offenses, but they've done a better job against the run. I'm really interested to see how they handle Kamara in this game. I mean you can't ask for a a better big matchup. offensive line. They're yeah. gonna have I to mean, get it's... off some
2: blocks and go. Yeah. yeah.
3: And Jason talked just now about tackling. That's yeah. that's line one with this defense, and yeah. that's line one really for this matchup
0: on Sunday. Yep. See and a lot of a lot of Joe Thomas's snaps when, when when they were using uh Jalen Smith as a pass rusher, they had more linebackers on the field. Yeah. So Thomas was playing linebacker while he was kind of technically a pass rusher. And making it a four-man line instead of a three-man line.
2: If you want an evaluation of the linebackers as a whole, Joe Thomas should be playing ahead of Sean Lee. If you want, if you want a real evaluation of that, you know, because to me, the Sean Lee, the plays you're getting from Sean Lee are not impacting you the way they need to to be. Now, again, that's just me looking at looking at. If you're going to play base, go ahead and put Joe Thomas on the field if that's what you want to do. If you feel like you're going to get a more physical player, if you're going to get a better tackler. What at all, but Sean Lee's the one to me. If you say, okay, where is this guy? You know, at the level, what level is he playing at right now? I don't think you're getting out of Sean Lee what you expected to get out of Sean Lee. And they obviously the coaches thought that because they played him for Smith and they played him for Lee. You know, Thomas. And you know, the plays he was in: twenty pass plays, ten runs. Those are the those are the plays he defended in this game. So obviously they feel like that in base it's better or nickel it's better, and that's what they're going to do.
1: How much do you expect the Saints to be in nickel as opposed to base in this offense?
2: I think they want to, you know, I think they want to find ways to get the Cowboys spread out if they can and then and run Kamara downhill. I think they I don't think Sean Payton I don't think Sean Payton really believes in Dallas's run defense. I don't think – he probably feels like my offensive line can get enough push and can create problems. And, you know, he's probably looking at Dallas and saying, yeah, maybe they're tackling a little bit better. But he saw that Giants game. You know, he saw what a big physical back can do to this team. Now the Cowboys did a better job against a big physical back in Week 2 against Peterson. Washington. Yeah. But, you know, I, the, this this offensive line is the best offensive line that they, they've faced to this point. It's just, it's just that. That's what it is. They've done a nice job with that. But they're going to lean on. They're going to lean on this running back, and they're going to lean on Thomas for this game. Because they got to do everything they can to help Bridgewater and keep him out of harm's way. That's why sure. I said
0: yesterday the nickel back's going to be very important yeah. Yeah. in this game because he's going to spread them out
1: and get he is one. Going to well, that's, back. Exactly. that's why I'm asking. Here's why I'm field. asking the question: Is I'm just looking at snap counts from last week in Seattle for New Orleans. Yeah, and they've they've only got two tight ends on their roster. Yep, and that would be Jared Cook, Cook, Jared Cook, and Josh Hill. Yeah. Right. Cook had forty-four. They had fifty-eight total offensive snaps. Cook was on the field for 44 snaps and Hill for 34 snaps. Right. So they were more in their two tight end formation than they were in the nickel. They unit.
2: might have been worried about the Seattle's pass rush well, too, and that,
1: and that, and also playing on the road exactly. in that environment. They protect wanted to keep it quarter, conservative, protect for the quarterback. quarterback. Right now, I'm wondering if they playing at home they and can open, with Bridgewater with a full game under his belt now, right. two games total basically now, but but back at home, if maybe they'll take a different approach. I just don't think they're going to ask more of
0: Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. They're going to ask more of Kamara. Yeah, and Kamara Thomas. Be, I mean, yeah. You're, How you're, much more can you ask of? Him? Well, he, he had he touched the ball twenty five times. They yeah. may say you're going to touch it thirty times.
2: No, oh, if, if Dallas proves that they can't handle the run and don't tackle well enough, he, you know, we could have one of those games where, you know, where we were several years ago, where they felt like they had fifty first downs in the game. I mean, yeah. short yeah. of short of the guys, uh, uh, my
0: example here, pass catching skills. This is like trying to track down Barry Sanders. This guy is just all over the place and he's bigger. He lines up everywhere. Yeah. He can run like
3: Garrett said just now, he can run inside. He's not that scat back type guy. But it's, I do, but I do I mean of course he's going to be heavily featured, but I just wonder, you know, couple starts in the game in the season now with Bridgewater, do they get him a little bit more involved. Is he a little bit more comfortable? I mean I think that's I think they have to to a certain degree. You can't just lean on one guy
2: I'll and say expect this, to win a football game. I'll say this Bridgewater can't win a shootout against Dak Prescott. I don't think he can. Well, they didn't even try throwing the ball down the field That's much. what I'm saying, though. Well, it, it, it. That yeah, was that's what, what say, I'm
0: saying. And when I say down the field, I don't mean like 40-yard deep. Yeah. I mean the intermediate passes to keep defenses honest. There's, his passes, the majority of them, were dump-offs, screens, and little short outs. He, oh. I mean, they, I think he averaged like five—I I have to look
2: it up. I don't want to let, me, it, let me that. ask you this, though, guys. So after what you've seen Dallas having to defend balls down the field— should you try to throw the ball down the it's field? It's the
0: easiest pass to throw. Yeah. Throw it deep because yeah. two things are good. He either catches it or interference. Or it's interference. Yeah. The bad thing is it nope. gets broken up. Yeah. So I, I'm taking my chances with that. That's what I would do see, with a young, uh, not a young, but a backup quarterback like that. Well, how do you think Garrett was 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 successful on that Thanksgiving Day game against the Packers? Absolutely. Just was. throw it deep. Yep. What
1: what Brill told him to do. Brill's
0: Uh, advice, right? Let let Elvin go up and catch it. Throw it high.
1: Pretty simple. Were you about to uh, guess on Bridgewater's yards per attempt? Yeah, it was 6.5 yards per attempt. He had 177 yards passing, 27 attempts. He was 19 out of 27. I was going to say five. I had half of it. It was the wrong
3: half. And there were times he passed up, dump off screens, to Kamara, that could have lowered that even more. Yeah. To go back and watch the game. So yeah, I mean, it's but I I do I think there is something to getting him comfortable to a point where as the season goes along without breeze, he's there's a little bit more on his plate. And I think I think you could see that in this game. We'll see.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking that Camara's um, yards uh, after contact might have increased the in yards it? per yeah. attempt. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, the ball wasn't traveling a lot in the air, right? There you go. And probably we expect about the same this week, although it'll be more interesting uh, playing at home for Bridgewater and the Saints. Elsewhere, as far as injuries are concerned... Some... Can we get
2: to those after the break? I heard in my ear.
1: Okay, well, oh. I'm not hearing that. I anymore. didn't hear yeah. that. Well, <laughs> you were
0: supposed to throw it <laughs> let's, to break. Let's, How about throw that. Break. after yeah.
1: After the break, we'll get to that in just a moment.
0: Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal.
1: Uh, it's okay.
0: Just okay? What's not too... right above the subway. Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus.
2: A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's best network. Come into an ATT store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us, based on GWS one score, September twenty eighteen. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay, and of course with yours truly, me, Brian Broadus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys and with us you'll travel like a pro visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today
0: work the Cowboys way and channel the winning business tradition of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family at Formation This dynamic workspace provides an elevated work experience on the Star's aspirational campus with exclusive membership options available to meet varying needs. Choose from open workspaces, dedicated desks, and private offices to leverage our home field advantage for your individual business success. Limited memberships are available now, so apply today at
1: formationatthestar.com. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit. Just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the Pro Shop or at Stetson.com today.
2: Back to Cowboys.
1: Don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys live at AT AT&T Stadium Sunday, October 6th, one week from Sunday as they take on the Green Bay Packers. Get your tickets now at DallasCowboys.com. It's the Cowboys and the Saints on Sunday night this week, and then it's the Packers the following week. It's a 325 kickoff for that one, and tickets still available for Aaron Rodgers at AT&T Stadium. Not many tickets available for the Superdome on Sunday, though. Oh, really?
0: The uh, that's not surprising. I read where the Saints ticket office is sold out, so the only tickets available now are on the secondary market, and they are they there's some website. Did I write it down? It's called like Ticket Tracker or something mm-hmm. for the entire league. And the average price of a ticket for the Saints-Cowboys right now is the second highest Mm. uh, in the league. I think the Bears—do the Bears play Minnesota? Bears-Vikings, yeah. It's the highest right now. Mm -hmm. But the average is 413, and I guess that includes the secondary market. And they said in the lower level, tickets are going— uh, there's some maybe for one hundred and fifty all the way to twenty five hundred dollars for this game. It'll be a big night in the quarter on Saturday.
1: Got, two. Me, Got me, two
2: for you for twenty five hundred.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Where's uh, what's your favorite uh, city to go to? Um, on o- Cowboys other than Road New trip. Orleans. No, 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 no. <laughs> what's your favorite city to go to? And keep in mind whether it's a Sunday night game or a Sunday noon game. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what it. I'll tell you what it used to be. San Francisco,
0: and we stayed in San Francisco, and the game was in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
2: I always enjoy the trip to Green Bay. Yeah. Yep. I do. It's a, it's a, it, I, I like the historic place. It's just like my auto racing life. I like whole old historic tracks. So, give me the old historic places to go play football. Soldier Field before they put that thing in the middle of it was a really good place. Chicago to Chicago doesn't to. count since I grew up there. Yeah.
0: Green yeah. Bay is great because you
3: drive, you take the bus through the neighborhoods yeah, and the stuff. Neighborhood. And Next, thing you're it's like, in here's a, yeah. here's an auto parts store. Well, oh, I here's one in of in the famous,
0: <laughs> yeah, most famous arena yeah. stadiums you've ever Gertrude seen. And there's Gertrude on the on the porch waving, waving at you. At you. Yeah, yeah sure. they don't they don't have middle flink. But you know what? For a big city,
2: Philadelphia is a lot of fun. It is. You can hear the eggs hitting the bus. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. too. I mean,
0: just the night before the game is yeah. fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. They turn into zombies the
2: next day in the stadium. Periscope is asking Kansas City. Can't see interesting. I mean, we've only gone there a couple of times. I've only been there once. Yeah, uh, it's a hard place to play. Yeah, I mean, as far as, as the stadium red, goes, but in he that, said he said the to, city, the city. Yeah, oh. just as far as yeah.
1: Gotcha. And Mickey quickly said, Other than New Orleans. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. We know what's fair. We know Vegas, what Mickey is Vegas up to is Saturday about to, night. Vegas no, is I'm about talking about over. eating, okay? Oh, okay. You looking
2: All forward right. to Vegas? I'm looking forward to Vegas. Yeah. What do you got, yeah. man? You got football stuff over there? Uh, well, well we can, what about
1: you? You've gone on the road. Well, you know, I, I have actually never been to Green Bay. Yeah. I've never been on a Green Bay trip. I because these days I stay back and like Brian's doing yeah. and staying back and doing pregame. Seen all these places. Sh- How about and San stuff.
0: Francisco when we
1: were doing the pregame show?
0: Yeah, I my fa- Oh, you were a, you didn't
1: were but, you there? Well, well, my favorite week covering the Cowboys ever was the NFC Championship game in 1992, Right, and I was sent ahead. And I was in San Francisco all week previewing it from and going out to the 49ers practice facility and doing stuff from Dwight Clark's restaurant and so forth. Yeah. That's also my favorite game ever as far as the Cowboys are concerned, that NFC Championship game in 92. The and next one in
0: 94, we stayed
1: downtown San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Oh, you weren't – I think John Radigan was there. Yeah, yeah. But the, the ninety-two one there was. We there had a pregame show. John yeah. Rannigan and I That's in right. the hotel room. Periscope lighting you up right now, and Bill and Bill was back running the thing at the station. What right. you eat
3: there? What'd you eat there? Do you remember, Rob? I'm just kidding, Brian. <laughs> it's
1: a joke. It's a joke. I will say this: there was an earthquake the night before the uh, yes the ninety-two NFC Championship game, and we were in the in the media.
0: Uh, the hospitality room. Sure yep. you were. Yep. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> and then I what ate it. they have to drink Because they had there. good food up there, and right? And then I yeah. ate it, at pasta pasta. <laughs> all right, we uh, teased. Any other
2: questions? We
1: teased injury situation. That's all for the show today.
2: Thanks, guys, for joining There's us. There's
1: healthy guys, going, getting, guys getting healthy yeah. back on the practice field.
2: Yeah, that's the most important thing is, you know, the, the thing is, I, I want it to be where they have decisions they have to make about their inactives. You know, last week it was pretty easy. You know, you get six guys that can't play. But I think I think it's worth keeping an eye on for Xavier Woods. Even though Thompson played pretty well for you last week, you, you need you need Xavier Woods out there. There's there's a certain bit of physicality he brings to the game. There's a certain bit of ball hawking he brings to the game, mm-hmm. instincts, cover. I mean, if and and the Saints are gonna want to work the middle of the field. That's big. I mean, I've talked about it in my matchups. You watch Tom Thomas run these routes, everything is inside, inside, inside. And so, you know, you need somebody if if those guys, if Byron Jones is holding up on the edge pretty well and allows these safety, we've seen the safeties get their hands on more footballs the last couple of weeks. Why? Because the corners. The corners. They they you know, we've seen now safeties driving on football. Safeties getting their hands on Jeff Heath the last couple of weeks. One hit him in the head, one he was going for, he almost had the interception, should have had the interception right there. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, though, you know, he it's a, uh, it's you know having Woods out there, I think, is really, really big.
0: And I think he's gonna. They're supposed to practice on a limited basis, yeah. so I would think that's a good sign, Absolutely. of him and Tavon Austin being ready to go. Uh, I would imagine since Gifford has missed so much time, he said he would be limited. But I'm thinking he's got to at least practice twice, two weeks before they put him out there. Yeah, counter. I think it's, you're yeah. just getting him acclimated again. Yeah, yeah. And, absolutely. You know, I you know. wonder so there's there's four inactives right off the bat then. Which ones you got? Uh, Crawford, Woods, Gifford,
2: and Gallup. Gallop. Yeah, and Gallup. Gallup, yeah. yeah. Gallup's another week. Boy, it'd be nice to have Gallup in this game. Yes. He lived these guys up. You know, they won this game last year. I went back and I watched the game just to kind of get an idea. You know, like I was watching Cam Jordan and them rush, and seeing how he was going to do against Lyle Collins, you realize the right, the left side of that offensive line was Fleming, Suafilo, and and Joe Looney at center. Mm. That's how they won that game with those guys. I mean, it was tough. Suafilo was struggling bad. Maybe that's why they scored thirteen points. Oh well, they had you know the they fumble. Do you remember the fumble? Do you remember t- uh, remember uh, Amari Cooper catching the ball inside and fumbling? Remember, they got the ball. They were, they were on a drive. The Cowboys were on a drive. I forgot about oh, this. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, He catches yeah. a slant inside on, on, I think it was on Apple, and he's running and he gets tackled in the middle of the field and fumbles the ball. And Dallas was on a drive. So, you know, there's some things that happened in that game that, uh, you know, I mean, how about the fourth down stop that they made, the goal line stand that they made? You know, there's some good football. That's, it might be the last time we've seen this defense really play just shut down. They had Drew Brees just rattled in that game. Yeah, and they're going to need to rattle Teddy Bridgewater again this game.
3: Tank Lawrence was everywhere in that game, just everywhere. Yeah, and yeah, that's we talked about it yesterday. I think that's the best defensive performance I've seen them have in ten years.
2: Yeah, Ryan Ramchick better buckle it up this week. That right tackle for the Saints. You know they have a big offensive line. Yeah. Get ready for. I bet you the Cowboys move their front a lot, trying to keep stay active, stay going. Don't let this front get their hands on you. Got to tackle like you were talking about, Rob. Got to tackle in this game. Yeah. You don't tackle, you're probably going to lose. Well, that guy's hard to tackle. He is hard to tackle. You
0: can tackle well and not tackle him. Yep,
1: that's true. So yeah. how much do you think uh, Sean Payton looks at the game last year uh, in terms of putting a game plan together He probably
2: year. looks at it and says, I shouldn't do this, and I shouldn't do this, and I shouldn't do this. There are some things they probably went into that game feeling like they could be pretty effective at, and they did not execute well at all. But give Dallas a lot of credit. Chris Richard, uh, Rod I had a great game plan. And to, and to put to put Jordan Lewis in that situation and allow him to play as well as he did, but that that they got they got bodies to the ball last year in that game they really did and the Cowboys offensively did enough you know to to maintain I mean they Dak Prescott had some great scramble runs that he made so yeah I mean they they they're they're in a little bit of a situation the Saints are in a little bit of a bind you know they here they come out playing Russell Wilson who's an active mobile quarterback the read option stuff. You know, and then you get another dose of read option coming this week at you with some of those plays. And, you know, I feel I, I, like I say, Sean's got to look at it and say, OK, I would, i I'll call that game differently than I did last year and, and try and make this work. Well,
0: the difference is going to be is Kamara is going to be out there. If they got 70 snaps, he's going to get 60. Yeah, he's going to throw and, a bunch and of he screens. Was, he was just kind of a, an extra player last yeah. year. They tried to run it with uh, Ingram. 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 Yeah. Uh, That's That ain't happening this time. And I think when they get, you know, you mentioned uh, Jordan Lewis, and I don't know that they'll do this, but if you got Kamara back there and they're in in their nickel offense with three wide and it's third and, say, five to whatever, the Cowboys got to go dime. And put Lewis in there because he's got to keep an eye not only on Kamara, but the the quarterback will pick it off and I mean take off and run too. But,
2: but yeah, this is a different situation. I feel like with Breeze not being in the game, Breeze yeah. is so good at getting rid of the ball when he reads blitz, the swing. This is where Kamara will kill you on the swing pass and stuff like that. If Breeze is in there, he'll just lob it over the top of the blitz. And then so with with Bridgewater, I'm coming after Bridgewater. I mean, if it means Smith. And everybody attacking that that line of scrimmage and making those guys have to hold. Heck, I would try and blitz him to the point of making Kamara have to stay in and block. You know, that's what I would do if you, if you could force him to have to not get out and route because he's got to pick up a blitz. That might be a good plan for them to to think about in this game. Is you know because if you you could affect Bridgewater, I think because his eye level will come down. I saw him the Rams do it. And then he had no form of a running game at all, when he came in there, and I know he didn't prepare. But he's a veteran quarterback. He should have been ready to play in the game. But the Rams came after him, and that eye level went down, and he wasn't completing passes. And the Rams did a great job. I mean, the Rams have got a, a really good pass rush. We all know that. But, you know, the Cowboys can have an effective pass rush, too. I'm coming after Bridgewater. I'm taking my chances. I know with Breeze, I think Breeze can burn me on the blitz. I don't think this guy can burn me on the blitz. That's what I, I'm, I'm going to get to him before he can get rid of the ball. That's my plan.
1: Looking at last year's game, uh, Kamara was actually on the field for 36 snaps and Ingram for 21 right. against the Cowboys. And he touched it 19 times. Ingram touched it nine times back in the game in December.
3: Yeah, it was more of a true split back then. Yeah. And I'm looking up what he, I mean, he pretty much played every snap against Seattle last week, all but has maybe, to. maybe nine, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Right. I mean, they got Murray
2: they, as well. But yeah. But you don't see him too often, right? I think they're just. I think you're going to get a steady diet of him this game. Sean Payton is going to say, "Okay, it's it." To me, it's going to be a matter of which defense can keep the other one from running. I know it sounds crazy when you get the Saints and the Cowboys playing a game, but but both teams are going to try and hammer the ball at the other team and see which one of them breaks. That's what I think is going to happen too: blitzing, running, all these kinds of
0: things. See, what the Cowboys have to be careful though is the way they play their defensive line would everybody want to get off the ball and yeah. get up the field yeah. they, they better hope that they don't use that against them in, in in throwing those little swing passes to the outside because you get him out in, in in the in space one-on-one it's not a good matchup for the defense even though if you got a spy on him
2: so periscope says our blitz never gets home I just told you that that Smith it did, Smith dust. blitzed and it and they got they got Collins home for a sack. It does get it does get there. You know, you get sometimes you get these veteran quarterbacks that will get rid of the ball. You start affecting a quarterback, hitting him a bunch in the game. That's just as good. That's just as good as a sack. But uh, sorry, periscope, that's not right. They they brought Smith on a blitz. They got him inside and it got Collins home on the rush.
1: How much uh, do the Saints miss Sheldon Rankins? I guess there's a chance he could be back this week, but God, more he's likely hard, next week. Hard, yeah, he's, he's hard had to defend hit the run. Achilles injury. Yeah,
2: but I tell you what, though, they've had uh, this this Malcolm Brown from Texas. And, yeah, from the and Patriots. then the, and then the uh, I'm going to butcher this guy's name. David O. Uh, Onemata Onum- is a Onumata got a sack last year in the game. You know, he he beat he beat. Uh, he beat uh, Suafilo. He just overpowered Suafilo and went around the corner and got Dak on a sack there. And Cam Jordan had a sack in that game too. I think Cowboys will be better offensively with the offensive line now. Of course, with you know with Martin in there playing, you know when you got Frederick in there playing, you know, you know Connor Williams hopefully. Hopefully, we'll improve a little bit more as these things go on. Smith, I told you who was on the left side of that offensive line. It's damn lucky they didn't have eight sacks in that game. (laughs) You know,
3: that's 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 the underlooked point of this offense right now. Yeah, is is that Dak isn't getting? uh, He's getting pressured some, but he's not getting touched a whole heck of a lot. And I think it. What is it? One sack he's he's being able to set his feet and kind of survey the field and go through his reads and do, almost to to a fault like on his interception last week but kind of gets what he wants. Yeah. It's just a different it's a different story this year. And again, I think that's the key that's one of the keys for me every week is if can they affect Dak Prescott because if they can't they're going to basically do what they've been doing.
2: Yeah, one sack means by the way, one sack does mean you got home. That's just a mantra there your you question. go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And we take
1: it home here on Talking Cowboys when we come back in just a moment. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of
0: childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. It's time for
2: tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup, and now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper soft cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof, Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeerdealercom slash football.
0: Dr. Pepper is the one you crave.
1: But how do you explain that craving? Imagine a surging river of ice cool Dr. Pepper roaring with carbonated mists of desire you're dangling above it upside down like a fishing lure in the wind 23 flavors tickle your nose but the river is too far away to taste dr pepper calls to you 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 now that is a dr pepper craving
0: dr pepper the one you crave want to use what the pros use how about the official men's skincare brand of the dallas cowboys And guess what? Jack Black is expanding their product line. You know, we've heard of body wash and face cleanser. 33 ounce worth and of it. beard lube. Now? Beard lube. Real men smell real good. Mm. How about that? <laughs> Did you make that up? New is Black Black. Reserve Body Spray, Turbo Body spray, all over spray. body Spray, and All-Over Body Spray. Notes of cardamom, cedarwood, <laughs> juniper, eucalyptus, whatever the occasion, Jack Black offers a fragrance selection with notes what? that ring true for you. Fragrin? Go to getjackblack.com.
1: That's awesome. Can you read that again about real men? What was that again?
0: Real men smell real good. Okay, save that. That's a T-shirt.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Caden that's, Market. That's a,
2: that's a T-shirt right there. Oh, it's on. Look, he's, he's it's right, right there. there. Yeah, right there. Uh-huh. That's a, That's good. I like that. That's, that's good. a good tagline. I swear, Mickey right. must get product and he doesn't share. He, yeah, he, still, he, he we're goes still waiting. He goes through so much to do this and he d- and he doesn't share. with us. Are you us. getting? Mm-hmm. Are you? Are you holding back on us? Are you no. holding back? Yeah, you are. I just
0: got to. I gotta You've send saved an a lot email. more. I got to send the email. Yeah. yeah, he's got that butter face
3: going.
2: It's going to yeah, show. Nice and smooth. Yeah. Well, you yeah. could talk to Mickey. That's right. Of course, That's
0: you right. can. Thank course you, Bill. I always talk to Somebody Mickey. Somebody asked me where that came from, and I can't remember why he said that.
2: It's probably in one of those press conferences when you started laughing uncontrollably. Or you could talk to Mickey. Or you could I don't talk know
1: what him. the context would have been. I couldn't yeah. remember at all. Um, <laughs> was there something on Coach's film that elicited a chuckle from Brian Broaddus? From
2: last oh, week's game, Jason Witten. Yeah, Jason Witten. Tell yeah. us about oh, it's real that. quick, if I can. Yeah, if you go to scouts eye or from the game, Witten was on a double team block with uh, with uh, Collins. Collins and he and he's got Taco and they're driving him in the next week and basically like the play is over and Witten is like still blocking him and like gives him this big shove and like he was trying to like push him over somebody on the ground. And then you know, and then Witten Whitten turned back around and looked at him and said something like, "Yeah, okay." You never, you know, mm-hmm. I, I need to ask Whitten what he said to him. But Taco kind of just kind of doesn't look at him, and Whit I know Witten said something to him because he just two hands shoved him as the play, as the play was, uh, you know, everybody's trying to unpile, and Witten is still blocking him down the field, you know. But uh, I have to ask Witten what he said. to yeah, him. It, that, got, it made me laugh to watch him do it because. Witten's kind of a chippy guy. That way. I think so. you, maybe maybe you said you want me to get you some chicken nuggets. Yeah, on the way home. Uh, I don't know about that. You didn't that. hear that? I in did. The yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. That question was asked today by Clarence in the walk-off. Well, I missed chicken, that chicken nuggets. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Is Dak you know. feeling more comfortable in the huddle? Well, is he speaking feeling more comfortable now? He's talking about chicken nuggets. So was Jason aware of the NFL films Garrett audio? Gave him, gave, Garrett gave him a look like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs>
1: That's what I figured. Because
2: yeah. Yeah. we
3: hear one clip out of a yeah. million that he's had uh-huh. in the last yeah. three years. Yeah.
2: And, and Speaking of that, we
1: have no idea, even though he's in the huddle, <laughs> we have no idea what the context of that is either. No, because no. it could have been, you know. I think uh,
3: Dak's been pretty comfortable uh, since he took this thing over
1: mm-hmm. with all the No guys. question. No question. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm not going to be with you tomorrow because I've got TV duties Uh -uh. tomorrow. But there is a a large game on Thursday night. Philadelphia plays at Green Bay. Mm -hmm. How big could this game be from a Cowboys perspective if the Eagles go into Green Bay and lose? Cowboys win Sunday night. They could have a three-game lead on the Eagles.
2: Through four weeks, yeah, of the season. but we're only at the quarter point of the season. Three game, uh-huh. three
1: game lead with twelve to go. Yeah, <laughs> what's what's the magic number? Yeah, what's the magic number there for sure? <laughs> I believe ten. You know, it's it's interesting though, looking around the league and just it's only three games.
2: Yeah, the, uh, but they get to play the Dolphins. Well, they already played the Redskins, right? And then they they haven't played the Giants. I think they play, that that game's coming up yeah, too. So yeah, they might make those games up as well. So I'll have to, uh, you know, I, I think with the Eagles, what, what do we got going here? We got, they got a
0: bunch
1: of injuries.
2: Yeah. So, let's see. I'm, I'm, why is the Eagles schedule? What Jaguars.
1: What are You want the Eagles schedule?
2: Yeah, I mean, I want the Eagles schedule. I want to know who they're playing after this. They got, their, they got the Jets on October 6th. Okay, so that's, yeah, that's probably a win right there. Then at the Vikings, okay, that's going to be difficult. It's not easy to play that Cowboys. And then at the Cowboys, okay. So yeah, I mean you can. And then at the
1: Bills, who are unbeaten right now.
2: Yeah, I to me this yeah this is a game that you know this is a game that they clearly have to go in there and play better and find a way to win. They they gave one away the other day. So
1: they're starting to stretch here, where four of their next five games are on the road. Way back, yeah. They got at Green Bay and then home against the Jets and then at Minnesota, at Dallas, at Buffalo. Yeah. And then Chicago and New England and Seattle at home, three straight road I at mean, home games. Yeah. So, but but look at that NFC North.
2: No, I know. I mean, I, I, that, I everybody's I look, got a winning record in the that, NFC no, North. That's exactly right. You mean Detroit's doing a much better job in the secondary? Man, they, they they're they're playing pretty well with that. You know, I, I like them going to Philadelphia and winning the way they did. One game at a time. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> well, that's the other thing. If you go back and look after three weeks last year. And it, it's it's uh, I looked a couple of days ago. Tampa Bay was up at the top of their division Miami i mean it's it's early it's, it's so it's early very early that and things turn around. but it does seem like there's more of a uh division between the haves and the have nots now for to me anyway. Well, but there's always teams that... I mean, there are some definite have-nots right now. But there's
3: teams that start strong that you wonder, can they keep it up? Can San Francisco keep it up? Exactly. So they're not
0: one of them. Can um, New England keep
3: it up? Yeah. I think they can. But you know know what? This applies to the Saints, too. Because we talk about desperate team theory. I think they're a desperate team until Breeze gets back. I think this, they can't
2: afford to lose they, games. They
3: need to tread water until he can get back. And it, you know, you look at their schedule after this: Tampa Bay, Jacksonville, Chicago,
2: Arizona. Yeah, but the problem is their division. You know, can can they? You talk about tread water. But, yeah. You know, are they? Are that's they? What they need to do. Well, that's what I'm saying. Though Carolina's not playing well, Tampa's not playing well. Atlanta, what are they? I mean, they 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 look good against you know maybe Philadelphia's not any good, mm. but they they beat Philadelphia at home and then go to Indianapolis and get beat. What, what's Atlanta? But if
3: you can get a home win against this, a game that on oh, paper maybe you're not supposed to win. No question. Feather in your cap and you can get, build no, no some question. momentum
0: and hopefully no get back. What's
2: the, what's the line on this game? I don't know. If they're not supposed to win it, I think it's three and a half. Dallas is favored by three and a half, I think. I don't know. I'm a gambler, but I don't know that line. Green mm. Bay is minus four in this game. Not Green Bay. Not Green Bay. <laughs> Not Green Bay. Bay. Listen to they're the show. Playing, listen listen to they're to playing the show. New Orleans. Yeah.
0: Come on. <laughs> Caden, help Dynamite Help I'm in, dealing kid, with five different things. Okay, well, well then uh, I'm going to uh, give
1: you some time to find pop it. It. Mike <laughs> off. Mike <laughs> off.
0: So, so I keep reading about how the Cowboys preseason's over, right? Because the easy opponents. Uh-huh. Sure. New England has beaten 0 and three Pittsburgh, 0 and three Miami, and yeah. 0 and three Jets. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they're
2: that's why I they're no, preseason's over they're, too. Nobody, over. nobody saw Pittsburgh being 0 and three. The Cowboys' yep.
0: opponents are
1: one and eight, by the way. Yeah. Mm. So they've got a game lead on the Patriots. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that does it for talking Cowboys, and a lot of us will be talking at you again tomorrow on talking Cowboys.